Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is January 2nd, 2019. And for the next hour, I'm going to give you the year in review of 2018. From the most talked about stories of the year to the best in TV, movies, and my choice of music that dominated the chart on in 2018. So get ready. It's our annual year in review of 2018. And now, uh, right now, currently, we're going to be uh, taking a commercial break, but we'll be back with the most talked about stories of 2018. Don't go anywhere. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who had to be independent and take initiative. And that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. If you are just tuning in, you listen to another special edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Give, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of the stories that I mentioned today, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2645. Five six and press the number one again. That's three four seven six three seven two six five six and press the number one. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com/slash/that'sentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertaining the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto fourteen stiletto like the shoe S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs, that's T-J-O-N-E-S, G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy, 39 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners who are tuning in on the phone lines. Thank you again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And, of course, every year I do an annual year-end review of the most talked-about entertainment stories of the year, from everything from Scandals, death, best in music, best in movies, best in TV shows, the birth, the hookups, the breakups, you name it. And uh, I also, before I continue with the show, Happy New Year. We're already, uh, this is January 2nd, so Happy New Year. I hope your holiday was a good one and you're ready to get back into the swing of things and maybe make some new uh, goals for yourself for the new year and, and make yourself a better you in the new year. So I want to thank everyone and all my listeners. Happy New Year. And, uh, you know, as I tell you every year, you know, it's that time of year again when I break down or give you the rundown of some of the most talked about entertainment news that made headlines in 2018. And some of the 
top stories of the year, mixed in with a little bit of scandal, um, was it's not only you know with President Trump's always making the news and the headlines, but it went from anywhere from the Me Too, the continuation of the Me Too movement, to the alleged sex cult uh, with Hollywood ties. Here are some of the biggest stories that shook Hollywood in 2018, and uh, it's not in any particular order, but these were some of the headlines that made 2018 one of the most talked about stories in entertainment. The first one would be was Megyn Kelly uh, when she was fired for her blackface remark. You know, NBC had asked her show, Megyn Kelly Today, after the talk show host controversially defended blackface while talking about Halloween costumes. And although she tearfully apologized, Kelly's future at the network also came to an end. The Fox the former Fox News host is apparently nearing a $30 million settlement with NBC that allowed her to work with other outlets. Kanye West, remember? It was all about Kanye when he uh, made that slavery a choice statement. That was a big, big uh, news story in 2018. Uh and and it was full of ups and downs for the singer. Uh, he had taken a lot of heat for his support of Donald Trump, but perhaps the most shocking moment came when he, West, Kanye West, said that slavery sounds like a choice during a manic TMZ Live interview. Uh, Kim Kardashian, a husband, apologized for his remarks, but it didn't stop people from debating his mental health. Uh, West also revealed that he's uh, had he's diagnosed with bipolar this year, and then he later claimed it was a misdiagnose. Uh, also, that was big in 2018 was Demi Lovato when she suffered a near fatal overdose uh, in July. You remember that she, the sober singer was rushed to the hospital after reportedly overdosing on fentanyl laced oxycodone. Uh, following an extensive holly uh, I'm sorry extensive hospital stay due to complications Lovato uh, immediately entered rehab where she remained for three months uh, Lovato had vowed to keep fighting for her addictions another big story in 2018 was Heather Locklear's tur- turbulent uh, situation you know the Melrose Place star was arrested twice this year first in February following a the violent domestic dispute with her uh, with her boyfriend and then and again in June for battery against a police officer uh, she sought treatment after both incidents for substance abuse and mental health problems and shortly after completing a three month program she was placed on a psychiatric hold in November uh, the actress has reportedly returned to rehab. And remember this story, we all remember it, when ABC canceled the reboot of the show uh, Roseanne. And despite the ratings, the monster rating at that, the network swiftly pulled the plug on the hit show after Roseanne Barr racist tweet about Valerie Jarrett. The actress later claimed that she didn't know Jarrett was African-American, and it wasn't enough to save the show. However, ABC greenlit the spinoff, The Connors, with the entire cast and crew, minus Roseanne Barr. Uh, And what's a year without some kind of cheating scandal, right? Well, remember, Khloe Kardashian is in the hospital 
getting ready to have her baby when her the father of her child got caught in a cheating scandal. That's right. There was videos and photos that were released of the Cleveland Cavalier player getting close to various women who were not his pregnant girlfriend. The devastating scandal broke days before the Keeping Up with the Kardashians star gave birth to their first child, their daughter, True. Thompson and Kardashian are still together and working on their relationship. And Matt Lauer fired after allegation of workplace misconduct. The longtime Today host was let go after multiple sexual harassment allegations. Lauer apologized for what he called his troubling flaws, but said that some of the accusations against him were untrue or mischaracterized. The morning host had retreated from a spotlight and is working through a divorce with his estranged wife, Annette Rogue. And uh, remember that uh, just recently, this was just a couple of months ago, uh, how when you're a celebrity or anybody getting ready to become a public figure, sometimes your past catch, uh, catches up with you. In the case of point of Kevin Hart and James Gunn, uh, Disney ABC found itself in the middle of two sticky situations last year. The studio removed director Gunn from the third installment of Guardians of the Galaxy after old jokes about pedophilia uh, pedophilia and rape were resurfaced by alt-right agitators on Twitter. Uh, It was a move denounced by many of the cast and crew, but Disney stood firm in this decision. And as for Kevin Hart, he pulled out of hosting the 2019 Oscars after old homophobic tweets and jokes were unearthed. The comedian said that ABC, which owns Disney, pressured him to apologize, something he felt he had already done over the years. And I remember that actress, Allison Mack. Well, you remember she was tied to, uh, you know, you know her from her role on the CW show Smallville. Well, you know she was tied in with that uh, sex cult with the other guy. Next, I think it's uh, Nexivum, uh, if that's how you pronounce it. The former CW actress was arrested and charged with sex trafficking, uh, conspiracy, conspiracy to commit forced labor, and racketeering conspiracy charges. Now, Mac is accused of being a slave master in a a women-branding secret sorority within the self-help group Nexism. I guess that's the name of the group. But it was named after that guy that she was hanging around with. Uh, She pleaded not guilty to all charges and is out on bail awaiting trial. And who can forget that America Dad had went to prison? We're talking about not, no other than Bill Cosby. Uh, the once-beloved comedian was convicted in April on three charges of felony, aggravated, and decent assault. He was later sentenced to three to ten years in state prison for the sexual assault of and, uh, uh, Andrea Constant and demmed a sexual violent predator. Uh, in October, a judge rejected the former Cosby Show star bid for a new trial or sentencing hearing, and he remains in prison. Yeah. Um, this was also a very, very shocking story in 2018. Uh, you know the creator of all the Marvel superheroes. We're talking about uh, Stan Lee, where he was going through uh, elder abuse allegations. 
prior to his uh, comic book legend passing, you know, Lee was battling more than just health issues. Privately, those close to the godfather of Marvel Comics was accusing each other of elder abuse within his network of family and caretakers. Lee's daughter was ultimately granted an elder abuse restraining order against his former manager. The situation was so serious enough that even the Los Angeles uh, Police Department began investigating abuse claims concerning Lee. And you know that old cliche that uh you uh the the you can't the kettle can't talk about the pot because they're both black and they both sit on the stove be you know being a hypocrite well one actress was one of the headlines that made the stories in 2018 and we're talking about uh actress Asia Argento uh she was accused of sexual assault now as you remember the Italian actress was one of the most prominent faces of the Me Too movement, where she denied allegations that she had assaulted child actor Jimmy Bennett in 2013 when he was 17 and she was 37. Argento admitted to settling with Bennett, although she claimed it was her boyfriend, Anthony Bourdain, who paid off Bennett. Bennett has not, uh, not wavered on any uh, on his accusations. Remember that story? Because remember, uh, as the Me Too moment was getting, um, uh, was spreading all across the country, and more and more women uh, celebrities was standing behind her because she was, she was claim, she, I think she was the first one. No, she was around the second one that accused Harvey Weinstein of uh, sexual assault. Um, and then here she go being the the she was just as bad she was assaulting a, a co-star of hers, so that was one of the big big stories of uh, 2018 as far as entertainment goes. Uh, another story that was a big in 2018, and uh, you know every year the Met Gala Ball, where all celebrities from every industry, from music, entertainment, TV, movies, dress up for the annual Met Gala Ball, which is uh, something that uh, the editor-in-chief of Vogue magazine, Anna Wintour, puts together, where she has a, from what I heard, her complete list of who she wants to invite for the year. And, uh, of course, and who were the biggest... uh, artists and uh, biggest celebrities at the time for that year to come down to get invited and to dress up for this annual event. Well, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B was one of those, was the two celebrities that got the privilege to go to uh, this event. But uh, this time it wasn't at the Mets Gala because they were at the Mets Gala that year. Uh, and they were very cordial, you know. Uh, it all spun from um, a record that uh, Migos had put uh, Nicki Minaj down to do a collabo, and Cardi B was also on the record. And last minute changes happened where uh, Nicki was scratched off. They met at the Met Gala. Everything was hunky-dory. They were very cordial. They complimented each other's dresses and outfits because, you know, it was that Catholicism scene where everybody was uh, dressed as uh, related to Catholic uh, themes and of some sort. And they were both cordial. But it wasn't until 
they got to the uh, the altercation started at the Hopper's Bazaar Icon Party when Cardi B lunged at and threw a shoe at Nicki Minaj. Now the women had a complicated history, and but they were at the Met Gala. Well, Gala, uh, what two months prior to this event? And so that's why people found it hard to believe, but apparently Cardi B was particularly upset because she believed that Nikki was talking badly about her baby girl culture. Now, Nicki Minaj denied the accusation and called the incident, quote, mortifying and humiliating. They continued the feud but ended up calling a truce for now. Yeah. Right now, um, we have 16 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're tuning to the annual year-end review of 2018. Every year, I give you a breakdown or a rundown of some of the top entertainment news that made headlines in 2018, from the scandals, the deaths, the hookups, the breakups, some of the most popular music of the year, some of the top movies of the year, some of the top TV shows of the year. And uh, if there's something that I missed out, that you think should have made the list or that I left out, by all means, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. And press the number one. Again, that's 347-637-2656. And press the number one. All right. Uh, Another story that made headlines in 2018 uh, was the the uh, Les Moves exit from CBS after uh, sexual misconduct allegations resurfaced. Uh, the chairman of the board and president and CEO of CBS was accused by multiple women of sexual harassment and misconduct in a Ronan Farrell investigation for The New Yorker. Now, more women have come forward in the wake of the scandal. Move has stepped down. However, his $120 million severance payout is in jeopardy after he appropriately destroyed evidence and misled investigators looking into the allegations. And also, we were just talking about Harvey Weinstein. Uh, He was indicted in May on rape and criminal sex act charges, furthering the first criminal case to arise from a slate of sexual misconduct allegations against the former movie mogul. A New York judge declined to dismiss the sexual assault charges against Harvey Weinstein in December, rejecting the disgraced Hollywood titan's fierce push to have his indictment thrown out. Also, it was uh, another big uh, year in music, and one of them was Elton John, where he announced to the world that he was retiring. That's right. He announced uh, from the road after a three-year global tour, capping nearly 50 years on stages around the world. He called it a way to go out with a bang. And the 70-year-old singer, pianist, and composer said he wanted to spend time with his family. His children will be 10 and 8 when the tour ends in 2021. And Elton John said he hopes he might be able to take them to soccer practice, you know, do things with his children. Uh, John made the announcement at an event in New York in which he sat at a piano and performed Tiny Dancer and I'm Still Standing. He wore his signature glasses and a colorful suit jacket that read, Gucci Loves Elton. And uh, also going back to music, it was a big year for Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover. 
He released the politically charged song, This Is America video, a meta-commentary on the way pop culture and real-life violence collide. Um, As you know, if you saw the video, he had a few dancers uh, that were doing African dance themes. Uh, He talked about race in America. He talked about all the issues of of America, what is wrong with America. And it was the most watched video and one, one of the most talked about music videos of 2018. Uh. You know, if you are a fan of the Brady Bunch, you remember that in 2018, um, Lance Bass, who we all know from the hit, the the Grammy Award-winning group In Sync, well, you know he got his stardom. He was one of the singers of the boy band. He thought he had won the home. There was a a HGTV had some kind of uh, I guess you could say some kind of contest where he wanted to do something with the Brady Bunch house, and he won the home featuring the opening closing scene of the Brady Bunch in Los Angeles, but the deal for some reason fell through. And the property was sold to HGTV. Now, Discovery Inc. Chief Executive uh, David Zaslav said that the network planned to restore the Brady Bunch home to its 1970 glory as only HGTV can. So Lance took it as a good sport, and he was excited. And uh, they even showed the all the cast members, including um, all the all the kids were there. Uh, you know, they now they're adults now. Um, as you know, we lost Florence Henderson, who played the mom on the Brady Bunch. We lost her a couple of years ago, and we lost uh, uh, Robert Reed, uh, the, who played the dad, several years ago. But the the kids all well, they're not kids anymore. But the 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 three girls and three guys they came together, and uh, they were excited. They it was a big it was a nice refreshing reunion for all six of them because they hadn't seen each other in years and uh it was gave them a nice way to reminisce and talk about the show and talk about certain scenes from the show and believe it or not when they aired the house on HGTV it looked nothing like it did in the original Brady Bunch show i mean there was certain there was some similarity but not really so it was so nice that AGTV uh, bought the property and said they're going to turn it back into its original, uh, again, 1970s glory. Beyonce, come on now. What's a year without Queen B? Well, you know, she really turned it out at Coachella so much that they renamed the show to Baychella. That's right. Uh, in April, Beyonce reunited with Destiny Child during her headline performance at Coachella, which was delayed for a year because of her pregnancy. Kelly Rowland and Michelle Williams also joined her as they sang their smash, Say My Name. And, of course, Jay-Z, her husband, also came out for a collaboration as well. So uh, they it was so big. It was like one of the biggest headliners of that year. And uh, they they really turned it out. Also, um, again, uh, Kanye West, uh, I was going to go back to 
uh, his uh, that whole thing about slavery being a choice. You know, he he really took us for a loop there, and uh, it made people wonder about his mental state. And uh, you know, he went on TMZ ranting and raving, and uh, it had people, uh, you know, very uncomfortable. And then he went back, you know, and in late September. He ranted during his stunt as SNL host, and he made several cast members very uncomfortable, even causing some to walk off stage. And in October, uh, he met with Donald Trump at the White House, which he caused a lot of uproar. And in October, he posted a nine-minute video claiming he tried to buy his publishing from Sony. And then in late October, he said he's distancing himself from politics. He said he's been used to spread messages I don't believe in. Uh, that's Kanye for you. Uh, James Gunn, um, who was fired from the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, you know, that was a big deal. Um, he... You know, he was directing the franchise, and there was jokes that was wrote about him involving in rape and uh, uh, pedophilia on Twitter from 2009-2012. Uh, he apologized for those tweets. We were talking about that earlier. And uh, some of the cast member, members of the movie said that they was not going to continue filming unless he came back to direct. And... One of the actors who played Drax is uh, Dave Bautista. He was one of the main actors who signed a petition calling on the studio to rehire the filmmaker. And uh, this is what he tweeted. Uh, he said, quote, James Gunn is one of the most loving, caring, good-natured people I have ever met. He made mistakes. We all have. I'm not okay with what happened with what happened to him. Um but the cast of the Guardians, including Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Bradley Cooper, and Vin Diesel, they all signed an open letter saying they fully supported Gunn and the characters he showed both on the set of the two movies and in the wake of his firing. And they even expressed their desire to have him reinstated. But although Gunn was never given his job back, in October it was announced that Warner Brothers hired him to write the script to the studio's next installment of Suicide Squad, the DC supervillain team up franchise right now we have here 26 minutes after the hour if you're just tuning in you're listening to the annual year end review of 2018 where every year that time of year again where i give you the rundown the top entertainment news that made headlines in 2018 from the scandals from the deaths the hookups the breakup to the some of the best music in 2018 the movies the tv shows so every year we do this. Now, usually I do it in December, but the, the holidays caught me off guard, so I had to do it in January. But I'm not the only one, so I don't feel too bad. There's a lot of shows that are doing their rundown in the new year, so I don't feel too bad. Um, speaking of music, uh, as, 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 as 2018 was, as the final weeks were coming to a close, you know, a lot of, Critics, journalists, music journalists, uh, they all wrote stories or they all looked back to some of the biggest hits of the year and they 
some of the artists that really dominated the chart last year uh, was the, the explosion of Latin pop. We saw Cardi B dominated the chart. Uh, we saw Drake dominate the chart. We even had some new uh, artists like Ella May and Ariana Grande. And speaking of Drake, um, he's my uh these are the top four songs that I thought was one of the most, the best in 2018. Uh, Drake's song, In My Feelings, it was 2018 most played single of all time. It was also, it led a movement where people were doing videos, to, like a challenge, and but at the same time, a lot of people were getting hurt doing this challenge. As you recall, people were getting out of their cars, doing the dance, and lip singing to this song. And we know this this song can, is from his monster album Scorpion, which spun off three singles that together spent half the year atop the Hot 100 chart. Um, his this just in my feelings was one of those songs that had a very interesting beat inspired by like some kind of New Orleans bounce music and the results require you to keep regaining your emotional balance as I was saying people were doing this challenge where people were getting out their cars and doing this song lip singing the song now a lot of people got hurt in the process but it was it was so popular that everybody was doing it. So for my top song of 2018, this is Drake from his album Scorpion, and this is called In My Feelings. Are you riding? Say you never ever leave. I'm a fly me. Cause I want you. And I need you. And I'm down for you always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm down for you. Down, down for you. Down, down for you always. I got a new boy. And I'm straight. Kiki, do
My number four choice of some of the, the the best single for 2018 from his album Scorpion that was in my feelings. And if you remember, uh, he had the video where he had Lala Anthony and uh, who else was in the uh, special uh, appearance? It was uh, Felicia Rashad. She was also in the video as well. So that's Drake number four for the best single of 2018. That's in my feelings from his album Scorpion. Now, we went through the top uh, stories of 2018, but what's 2018? What's a year in entertainment without the people that we lost in 2018? Uh, We remember a lot of things in politics, sports, but it's also the year we lost some of our most beloved stars. Celebrities from movies, music, and television left, left us across the year, sparking tributes from fans across the globe. And now that 2018 is now a memory, we remember the stars who are gone but will never be forgotten. As you start, uh, we started the year last year, uh, Mark Sailing, Glee actor Mark Sailing, who was 35, was found dead of apparent suicide on January 30th uh, in the Sunland neighborhood of Los Angeles, California. Law, uh, law enforcement reportedly found Sailing's body in the Los Angeles River. Sailing previously pleaded guilty to child pornography charges and was awaiting sentencing. Dennis Edward, who's from the Grammy-winning former member of the famed Motown group, The Temptations, he passed away in February, February 1st. He was 74. Actor John Mahoney, he died on February 4th at the age of 77. He passed away in a Chicago hospice after suffering complications due to throat cancer. He was diagnosed with cancer in 2014. Mahoney was best known for playing Martin Crane in Frasier and had a lengthy career both on screen and on off screen. And uh, we can't forget actor Reg E. Cathy. He died at his home right here in New York City on February 9th at the age of 59. He was surrounded by friends and family. The actor is believed to have been battling lung cancer. He um, He's known for his role as Freddie, the owner of Freddie BBQs and friends of Frank Underwood on House of Cars. The Netflix role won him an Emmy for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Drama City in 2015. He also starred as Norman Wilson, an advisor to Thomas Cassetti on HBO's The Wire. We also love the, uh, lost uh, the Reverend Billy Graham. He was 99. You know Billy Graham 
transform American religious life through his preaching and activism, becoming a counselor to so many presidents and most widely heard Christian evangelist in history. He passed away on February 21st. Winnie Mandela. She was Nelson Mandela's ex-wife and an anti-apartheid activist in her own right whose reputation was sullied by scandal. She passed away on April 2nd. Yvonne Staples, you know her from the voice and the business acumen power, the success of the Staples Singers. Uh, her family, um, the hit-making gospel group that topped the chart in the early 1970s with the song I'll Take You There. She was 80, and she passed away on April 10th. And one of the most shocking deaths of the year was that of superstar DJ Avicii, who died on April 20th at age 28. The Swedish DJ, whose real name is Tim Bergling, was found dead in the Muscat Omen, Two years after retiring from touring, his cause of death was later reported as a suicide, with his family saying he really struggled with thoughts about meaning, life, and happiness. The music world was left devastated by the loss of Avicii, who gained worldwide fame with songs including Level, Wake Me Up, and Hey Brother. He was buried in a private funeral on June 8th, with his family holding a public memorial in Stockholm in November. And uh, don't forget, we can't forget actor Harry Anderson. You know the actor, he was best known for playing the -the off-the-wall judge working the night shift of a Manhattan courtroom in the television comedy series Night Court. He was 65, and he passed away in April uh, April 16th. And uh, we cannot forget the former First Lady Barbara Bush, uh, who uh, was the most popular first lady at the time uh, with her husband, President George H.W. Bush. She was 92 when she passed away on April 17. Actor Vern Troyer, who died at the age of 49, you know him as best known for him playing Mini-Me in the Austin Power series. He went on to star in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone and the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, as well as a number of reality shows, including Celebrity Big Brother. Vern's death came a few weeks after he was rushed to, ho- to the hospital with alcohol poisoning. His death was later ruled as a suicide. He was 49 when he passed away on April 21st. And uh, K- designer Kate Spade, she was found dead at her apartment in New York City on June 5th. The designer death was ruled a suicide. She had been battling depression and anxiety. She was best known for her handbag range, and she survived by her husband Andy and her daughter Frances. And Anthony Bourdain, he was in France when he died at the age of 61 while filming his CNN show Parts Unknown. The celebrity chef and writer took his own life in his hotel room on June 8th. He was cremated in France with his ashes returned to the U.S. two days later. Bourdain, known as one of the food's most colorful characters, is survived by his 12-year-old daughter Ariana, his ex-wife Octavia Busia, and his girlfriend Asia Argento. And we cannot forget the fatal shooting on June 18 of rapper Excession, who was fatally shot uh, outside a motorcycle dealership in Florida. He was only 20 years old. Uh, 
he had released his debut album in 2017 and gained huge success with the second album and the single Sad. A month after his death, Extension was uh, named Best Hip Hop New Artist. No, Best New Yeah, Best New Hip Hop Artist at the BET Awards. And in October of this year, Pitchfork released audio of on Freud, who his real name, appearing to admit to stabbing nine people and domestic abuse. Four suspects were awaiting trial for his death. And we cannot forget Jackson family patriarch Joe Jackson, who died on June 27 at the age of 89. Uh, he was hospitalized in the final stages of pancreatic cancer, and he died surrounded by his wife, Catherine, and his surviving children. Uh, Joe was best known as the talent manager that molded the careers of the Jackson Five, Michael and Janet. They had 11 children, 10 with wife Catherine, Rebe, Jackie, Tito, Jermaine, Latoya, Marlon, Brandon, who died at birth, and Michael, who died in 2009, Randy, Janae, and Jean-Vanny. Charlie Ray, who played the wise and patient house mother to a uh, 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 of a uh, of teenagers, she was a house mother of teenager girls on a long running sitcom called The Facts of Life. Uh, she was ninety two, and she during her career. She accomplished many other TV roles as well as stage and film appearances. She died uh, in uh, August August fifth, and uh, 2018 saw the loss of the Queen of Soul. Yes, Aretha Franklin. That one hit us the most, hit us the hardest because um, she died at the age of 76 at her home in Detroit, where she was under hospice care. Her cause of death was ruled as pancreatic uh, cancer. Arisa left behind an incredible musical legacy with classic songs including Respect, Think, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, and former President Barack Obama said she helped define the American experience. And remember our favorite British host, Robin Leach, who crystallized the opulence of the 1980s on TV's lifestyle of the rich and famous. He passed away in August of uh, August 24th. And John McCain, he faced down his captors in a Vietnam prisoner of war camp with his defiance and later turned his rebellious streak into a 35-year political career that took him to Congress and the Republican presidential nominee. He was 81. He passed away on August 25th. Neil Simon passed away on August 26th at the age of 91. He's best known as a playwright who was a master of comedy whose laugh-filled hits such as The Odd Couple, Barefoot in the Park, and his Brighton Beach trilogy dominated Broadway's for decades. And... uh, Bill Daly, the the comic sidekick to the leading men on the sitcom I Dream of Jeannie and the Bob Newhart show, he passed away on September 4th at 91. And remember the 70s sex symbol, Burt Reynolds? He passed away at the age of 82 on September 6th. He went into a cardiac arrest at his home in Florida and was transferred to a hospital where he died. Reynolds was best known for his roles in Smokey and the Bandit, The Longest Yard, and Boogie Nights, for which he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for for the Oscars. And he also was cast as Joyce Spahn in the Quentin Tarantino film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Bruce Dern will now play his role. 
And also the music world was stunned at the news of Mac Miller passing at the age of 26, the rising rap star who released his third album, Swimming in August, to critical acclaim, died on September 7th with a coroner later ruling that he died from an accidental drug overdose due to a mixed drug toxicity of fentanyl, alcohol, and cocaine. Mac's real name was Malcolm McCormick. He had split up with Ariana Grande in May after two years together, with Ariane saying in a tribute, quote, I'm so sorry I couldn't fix or take your pain away. I really wanted to, the kind, sweetest soul with demons he never deserved, unquote. His final album, Swimming, has been nominated for Best Rap Album at the 2019 Grammys. And, of course, we lost the biggest comic book hero, Stan Lee, at the age of 95. You know, he's the co-creator of Marvel Comics. He was the man behind superheroes, including Spider-Man, Black Panther, The Hulk, Iron Man, Black Widow, Fantastic Four, Ant-Man, Captain Marvel, and Thor. Again, I was telling you, he had battled several illnesses over the last year, including pneumonia and vision issues, and he died at Cedar sinai Medical Center. He made several cameos in every Marvel uh, comic movie and is expected to pop up in Captain Marvel and the Avengers Endgame. Catherine McGregor who played petty gossiping mother Harriet Olsen on TV's Little House on the Prairie. She passed away at 93 on November 13. Roy Clark, the country singer, who headlined the Corn Pone, uh, he headlined the TV show Hee Haw for nearly a quarter century and was known for such hits as Yesterday When I Was Young and Honeymoon Feeling. He died of uh, complications from pneumonia at the age of 85 on November 15. And this was another shocker. Uh, Kim Porter, actress and model, she died on November 15 at the age of 47. She had three children with her ex. Sean P. Diddy Combs, 11-year-old twins, Jesse, James, and Delilah Starr, and Christian, um, who's 20, and was also the mother to son Quincy from her relationship with I'll Be Sure. Kim was with Diddy for a decade, with the rapper referring to her as his soulmate. The star cause of death was yet to be confirmed. She had been feeling unwell with flu or pneumonia in the days leading to her death. And Steven Hillenburg may not have been a household name, but he was behind one of the best cartoons of your childhood. The creator of SpongeBob SquarePants died at the age of 57 on November 26 after being diagnosed with uh, imatrope lateral cirrhosis last year. Hillenburg, uh, Hillenburg, who was who worked on Rocco's Modern Life, won two Emmy Awards and six Annie Awards for his work on SpongeBob. And of course. George H.W. Bush, he died 90, at the age of 94. His presidency soared with the coalition victory over Iraq and Kuwait, but then plummeted in the throes of a weak economy that led voters to turn him out of office after a single term on November 30th. And, oh, we cannot forget Nancy Wilson, the Grammy-winning song stylist and tour singer who polished pop jazz vocal made her a platinum artist and a top concert performer. She died at the age of 81 on December 13. And just recently we lost actress and director Penny, March, uh, Penny Marshall. She passed away on December 17 at the age of 75. You know she rose to fame for playing Laverne on Laverne and Shirley, for which she earned three gold 
Golden Globe nomination for Best Actress. She also went on direct Big, Jumping Jack Flash, Awakening, A League of Their Own, Renaissance Man, The Preacher's Wife, and Riding in Cars with Boys. A big star, Tom Hanks, was was one of the first films she directed, and it grossed more than $100 million at the box office. So we're going to always remember all those that we lost in 2018. Right now we ha- we have uh, 22 minutes left remaining in the show, and uh, we're going to go back to the best in music. This artist here, um, she released this album, well, this song in particular, particular after her immediate aftermath of her breakup with Pete Davidson and the death of her ex, Max Miller, which we just spoke of. Um, Grande's deep but buoyant pop hit used our expectations of petty celebrity gossip to blindside us with a message of radical self-reliance. That's what one writer, what one music journalist wrote. And, but she had a good year, and she had a, a very a successful album. Um, this is a song called uh, Thank You, Next. And it's from her latest album. Um, she also spawned uh, another hit from that album, "If God, If God Was a Woman," and this is com- this is coming in at uh, number uh, three for me. This is called "Thank You Next." <laughs> Only one to do it once, baby. 
Yes, that was Ariana Grande. She's uh, the number that comes in number three for one of the best uh, singles for 2018. That's from her album, Sweetener. And uh, as I was telling you, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the year-end review of That's Entertainment, where every year I give you a breakdown of some of the most top entertainment stories for the past year, everything from movies, TV, music, celebrity deaths, celebrity births, hookups and breakups, and a whole lot more. If you feel that uh, I my list is, uh, I left something out of my list, or if you feel that something else should have been added, give me a call. The calling number is 347-637-2656. Press the number one. Again, that's 347-637-2656. And press the number one. Well, we went down with the most talked about entertainment stories for 2018. We went down the list of some of the scandals that went down. And we also remember of all those celebrities that we lost and um, politicians that we lost in 2018. And now it's time for the best movies of 2018. And... Um, a lot of the movies, it, it was a good year for movies this year, I must say. Um, the, this list of the year's best movie is the most diverse i ever seen, from an African-American superhero to a the ranks of a Mexican maid, the catfish, KKK, uh, racist, the sound-hunting monsters, the crazy rich Asians, and the delightful British nanny. Here are some of the best movies so far of 2018, and it's a long list because it also includes movies on streaming services like Netflix, but these are some of the most talked about and some of the best that they've ranked so far. Um, if Bill Street Could Talk, uh, this is a movie that just recently was released. Uh, they have it listed as one of the best movies of 2018, Green Book. Uh, was also listed as one of the best, but it also had some controversy behind it. Uh, if you're not familiar with the movie, it was about uh, a book of all the places that African Americans could visit and go to and be saved without being harassed or killed during the segregated South. And uh, it was based on a story written by... Uh, the white character of the story, the driver who was um, chauffeuring around this pianist, this African-American pianist, all across the South. Now, the family of the pianist uh, went into an uproar because they only saw one side of the story, and they said some of the movie uh, was not all the way true or wasn't all the way right. But people are... The, uh, it got uh, nominated for an Oscar, and uh, it was without controversy. Uh, another big movie of 2018 was Bohemian Rhapsody, who we all know uh, was the story about Queen's frontman, and uh, it topped the list as one of the 20 best movies of 2018. Crazy Wish Asian also dominated that list because it was the first time where we saw an all Asian cast in a movie without the stereotypes of Asians being uh, kung fu artists or the typical uh, restaurant, Chinese restaurant delivery guy. 
It was a very interesting movie. It was very, they had beautiful people. It was a nice story. And it was one of the 2018's best movies of the year. Uh, Mary Poppins returned. As you know, um, some people say it wasn't a remake because it, uh, it, some of the characters were similar, but it 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 took a different spin. Disney did it differently. Plus, there was some new songs added on the track. That was listed as one of the best movies of 2018. Roma, um, which I'm not familiar, it's on the list, and it's got Oscar buzz. A Star is Born with uh, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. They did a remake of this movie, which has been done, what, Several times over, uh, it got rave reviews for best original movie. Uh, Bradley Cooper got uh, uh, rave reviews for best director of the movie. Lady Gaga did a stellar performance, so it was listed as one of the top movies of 2018. Black Klansman, uh, as you know. Uh, this is a Spike Lee movie. He directed it and it starred Denzel Washington's son uh, in the title role about uh, a police officer who paraded, who um, became a Klansman without them, the actual Ku Klux Klan men, without him knowing that he was a black man. It was listed as one of the best movies of 2018. Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise, The Fallout was on that list. A Quiet Place, where you know it's about that movie about aliens who uh, were would attack or didn't like noise. And this family had to walk around. They looked like they were the only survivors, and they had to remain silent. They had to keep quiet because any little noise, a drop of a pen, these alien-like creatures would come out and kill you because they were very sensitive to noise. Also, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse got very rave reviews. It was a animation done with a African-American young man playing Spider-Man. Uh, also got rave reviews. Avengers Infinity War was on top of that list. as one of the best movies of 2018. Um, as you know, our favorite superheroes, were vanished. There was a uh, was the end of the world, and the, the supervillain Thanos destroyed almost all of our favorite superheroes. But we have yet to see what happens as the part two of the Avengers: The Endgame comes out this year, and also topping the list of the best movie of 2018, Black Panther. That's right, Black Panther dominated. The, the box office worldwide, not just here in the United States, worldwide. And uh, I'm very proud of, uh, for once, uh, a black superhero who has dominated the charts, and we're waiting on the sequel. Black Panther, number one, is the tw- top movie of 2018. Right now, uh, we're going to go down the list of the best TV shows of 2018, and over the last year, there were close to 500 scripted original shows on broadcast basic and paid cable and online streaming service, according to the FX research. And to say that a lot of TV would be an understatement, that's a ton of TV. 
And for the first time, streaming platforms produce more TV than broadcast. And as anyone can see, it's 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 a wild wild west out there. And and we watch so much of it. And it's it has become a game changer as far as giving traditional broadcast shows a run for their money. It also became a game changer because back in the day when everybody, when there was only three channels, ABC, NBC, and CBS, they were the domination when it came to good TV program. Then Fox came aboard, and then cable came in, where when cable came in, a lot of the TV shows went a bit further as far as doing more uh, sexual content, uh, more profanity, more violence that you couldn't show on regular broadcast TV. And now here come the streaming service, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. They just took have taken over. And... Uh, one some of the best TV programs are coming from cable and streaming service, and we have a few uh, from broadcast network as well. Um, you know, it's impossible for any one person to watch approximately 495 scripted shows out there, and reality shows, forget it. But among the hundreds we did get to watch, these were the ones that we loved the most, from the good place and and to reality shows that kept on giving major moments from Sandra O oh, spy games to the grand groundbreaking FX drama that made us want to attend a ball. These are some of the favorite shows of 2018. Uh, Pose. It was one of the best shows of the year. And it it told a lie. It gave you a look of the LGBTQ community during the AIDS crisis. And it was anything but. Pose was something that was uh, written, directed by Ryan Murphy, Stephen Canal, and Brad Falchuk. And uh, Janet Mock, uh, she was one of the directors of some of the shows as well. It had a vibrant uh, first season full of live show-stopping fashion and performances, which was sure to give you chills. Uh, we also talked about the very talented star Billy Porter, who, uh, you know, he could sing his ass off. You know, he's a Broadway legend in his own right of stage and screen, and M.J. Rodriguez. Uh, upon announcement, uh, Pose made headlines by having the biggest presence of transgender talent in a series regular cast. and But, but now it's making headlines for being one of the best shows to grace TV in 2018. Jane the Virgin, the CW dramedy, always managed to be sweet and funny while also casually pulling off some of the most, the best twists and turns on TV. And and that was no more true than during the fourth season when it finally seemed as if Jane could truly be happy happy with Raphael after her husband's death, only for that husband to show right back up again in the last moment of the finale. The surprises always managed to feel earned, no matter how insane they are. And that's not an easy thing to do with a show. It also helped that Gina Rodriguez is a magical force of nature. The Good Fight. Where could you find Christine Baranski practicing martial arts? Christine Baranski popping balloons with an elegant brooch. Christine Baranski doing shrooms. Christine Baranski giving Alden Alda the finger. 
waltzing into Andre McDonald's office and simply saying, you know, with a smile on your face, hey, and F you. On the Good Fight Brilliant second season, the series played into straight, Baranski being one of them, and perfectly tackling the wacky outside world, expertly blending compelling drama with lighter comedic moments. Also, another big television hit for 2018 was Killing Eve. And perhaps no show was more unexpected this year just because it's a dark and somewhat brooding murder show about one woman's obsession with an assassin and that assassin's obsession with that woman. But it also was filled with strange humor and feminine touches that make it feel like something brand new. You knew Sandra Oh was good. You know, we know her um, from the um, from the hospital drama, um, but we did we we didn't know she was that good. And Killing E let her shine. Her character just was just instantly relatable. Coupled with Jodie Comer's complex performance as Villanelle and the spy intrigue, the every turn made Killing E the most watched show of the year. Um, and I'm the, the hospital drama I'm talking about where Sandra Oh, we got to know her, was Grey's Anatomy. The Good Place, NBC Afterlife's comedy about Michael Schur, is perhaps the smartest show on TV. And to anybody who's scoffing at that notion, to anybody who stopped watching midway through the season, stop what you're doing and go back. Watch the season as a whole. You'll understand that the good place is beyond good. It's just fantastic TV. Ted Danson is an ace, as per usual, and Christian Bell is doing some of the best work of her career. Darcy Carden is a star. Mandy Jacinto is hilarious, and William Jackson Harper is the emotional core every show wishes they had, and Jamila Jamil is an expert at being the best. There's no other show on TV that is wildly unpredictable with every single episode, and it makes for a viewing experience that you don't get very often anymore. Um, you just, When you watch this show, you never know who they're going to go or what strange world they're going to be living in next or who they will be suddenly be uh, seven of. So... Uh, and it just does it doesn't disappoint. So it's one of the most inventive shows in history, without a doubt, NBC's The Good Place. One of the top best T V shows of twenty eighteen. Also, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Ms. Maisel and the stylings of Amy Sherman Palladino may not be for everyone, but there's more than an A O K in this guide's book. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel features some of the most hilarious performances, sharpest one-liners, and best clothes on TV this year. And Rachel Bronahan continues to be a marvelous whatever whatever sues her, uh, her revelation as the tighter hero. She comes for the joke. She stays for the single-shot scenes that are sure to impress even the biggest scenic. And one of my favorites... Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I had the opportunity and the privilege to interview three of the main stars of that show. Uh, we're talking about uh, Joe Lotruglia, Chelsea Peretti, and, um, um, oh, my goodness, I can't think of her name. Uh, she plays Amy on the show. She was one that I interviewed as well. And uh, sorry about that. My mind is just drawing a blank. But uh, 
If you want to go back to the archives and listen to the interview of these three fantastic actors, they're funny, they do their one-liners, they're on top of the game, and I'm so glad because Brooklyn Nine-Nine, even though it was doomed on the Fox network, it was still killing it every way. Rosa came out as a bye in the most Rosa way possible, and we all cried. Uh, that was in December 2017, but still. And the season, season ended with Jake and Amy just horribly ruined, and the absolute, absolutely perfect uh, nups. I guess they, um, they, you know, you know, they were together as a couple. But uh, one thing I know for sure: the fans didn't let the show die. Even though the ratings went down on Fox, NBC decided to give it a second chance at life. And this would make it season, when it ended on Fox, it was season five. So it would have been a bad way to go. You know how every time they end the show, they leave a cliffhanger, they leave us hanging, wanting more, wanting to know what happened to these characters. Thank God for NBC to pick it up and carry it on. And uh, we get to watch, go back to tune in to some of our favorite fun, favorite funny characters. Claws. Niecy Nash is a powerhouse in this show. You would know what if you if, if you haven't watched this show, you have to watch it. Um, it's just criminally underrated. The show got Niecy Nash two Emmy nominations. This TNT drama about nail artists and deep with organized crime in Florida. The second season of the series leaned into more of a third element of a show about manicures in deep with a bisexual crime lord and a Russian gangster letting uh, Carrie Preston soar while Nash anchors the dramatics and the emotional lifting. A great show, one of the best in 2018. And we can't forget our girl Issa Rae. Uh, HBO comedy Insecure had always been a delight, but this season it reached new heights as Issa Rae, character Issa D, attempts to find her passion. All the attention wasn't on Issa and the Lawrence character played by Jay Ellis. Uh, Natasha Rothwell, she stole every scene as Kelly, from the cupcakes to getting taser while on many drugs and wetting herself. Best show, best of the TV, best of the t- uh, television watching in 2018. Queer Eye. It's hard to believe we're only known these guys for less than a year because it feels like th- these f- Fab Five is exactly the friend group we all deserve, and this show is the therapy we all desperately need. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I love this show. It's a funny show. It's if you like music and comedy all wrapped up into one, this was the show. If there's anything that Rachel Bloom and uh, Aileen Brosh McKenna can't do, they can do anything. And they did so in 2018, from reintroducing Greg, played by Skylar Astin, in place of Santino Fontana, to not one, but two songs for all mothers, expertly performed by Donna Lynn Chaplin and Tuva It's the end of the road for this funny, crazy comedy show, but it's going to to go out on its own terms, and I couldn't be more happier. These were some of the best TV shows of 2018. 
uh, right now we have almost 17 minutes left. Um, number three, uh, number two, rather, as best in music, comes to this beautiful, talented young lady from the U.K., and you wouldn't know it because of her her style, her, her voice, her swag. This is Ella May. Um, she was discovered on YouTube playing music, as most of now most artists are now being discovered. And the most famous DJ of them all, Mustard on the Beat, discovered her talent on YouTube. Well. She's bringing that good old classic R&B back, and she's bringing it with the vocals, the looks, the the, the romance, the things that we love about R&B. And I'm proud to say she's number two in my book as one of the best uh, singles of 2018. Um, this is uh, Miss Ella May, and this is Booed Up. Yeah. 
That was number two. It's one of the best music in 2018. That was from my girl Ella May and Buddha from her new album, well, her current album, Ready. Right now we have here about 12 minutes left remaining in the show. We're going to go into overtime. Um, if you can't, it's going to, if you, unfortunately, the show might cut off in the next 12 minutes, but it, um, you can always go to the archives and listen to the rest of the show, but we will be going into our, uh, into overtime. So um, so if you want to catch the show later, you can just go by the archives. You can catch the show on Facebook.com, on That's Entertainment Online Radio Facebook page. You can also uh, check it out on Twitter, on my Twitter account, and That's Entertainment face, uh, Twitter account as well. Speaking of love, you know, Ella was singing about that. We want to talk about uh, the hookups for 2018. That's right. Love is always in the air for Hollywood hottest A-listers. But this year, fans were shocked to learn about the wild and unexpected hookups that went on between the industry's sexiest stars, from Haley Baldwin to uh, and Justin Bieber's Secret Wedding to Ben Affleck bizarre romance with Playboy model Shauna Sexton. Here's a look back at 2018 most shocking celebrity hookups. Haley uh, Baldwin. And Justin Bieber, they stunned fans, even their own family members, when they rekindled their romance early this year and tied the knot the uh, a week later. Uh, while the singer had a year-long on-and-off relationship with Selena Gomez, he took to Instagram this July to confess his undying love for longtime BFF Baldwin and come clean about their quickie engagement. Then, this Thanksgiving, this past Thanksgiving, they admitted that uh, he admitted, Justin Bieber finally admitted that he's a married man. Plus, Baldwin changed her last name to Bieber in her Instagram bio. So I guess it's definitely official. They are man and wife, husband and wife. So poor Selena, though, you know. Um, One of the biggest Hollywood romances was uh, actress, Priyanka Chopra and, you know, my Nick Jonas, uh, who I always call Nicky. He's one of my favorite out of the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> well, their romance started about two years ago when the two bumped into each other at a Hollywood bash. At the time, Nick Jonas uh, was uh, texting Chopra. The two went on an awkward day. They didn't speak for an entire year after that. And then in 2017, the two bumped into each other at the Met Gala and went on a date. And it was then that the singer realized he was going to marry Priyanka Chopra. The two got engaged in July and married in December, and it was the most lavish Indian-American ceremony ever. Now the actress Instagram bio read Priyanka Chopra Jonas. And this is the all-time hookup of the century. 
and we're talking about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's romance. It will go down in history as one of the biggest hookups of all time. But for the lovebirds, it's simply a dream come true. This past May, May 19 to be exact, the former suit actress married the 34-year-old hunk in a lavish ceremony at Windsor Castle. Soon she was named Duchess of Sussex, and just weeks later now she was carrying their first child. Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger. You can't get enough of these two. They couldn't get enough of each other. Uh, it's been over a year since the passenger actor called it quits with his wife of nine years, Anna Ferris, and yet fans still feel the sting of this nasty split. But the hunk and his ex have clearly moved on for a few months now. Pratt has been spotted hanging out with his hot new girlfriend, then seem to be getting serious. And earlier this month, he was even seen having lunch with Schwarzenegger and her famous dad. And later, he was caught enjoying a trip to Disneyland with her and his young son. But Pratt isn't the only one who introduced his new love to six-year-old Jack, who's the son, his son. Overboard star Anna Ferris has also welcomed her new hunk, Michael Barrett, into the family. They, too, are often seen out on intimate dates, both solo and with the actress kid. That was one of the biggest hookups. Also, actress Kaylee Coco, she's now a married woman. This past June, just two years after finalizing her nasty divorce from ex Ryan Sweeting, the Big Bang Theory actress married handsome equestrian Carl Cook. Uh, uh, Kaylee, she wrote... Uh, as a caption on a photo of her and Cook from their emotional wedding day, she said, Happy Ever Forever. Amy Schumer shocked fans when she announced she secretly said I do to Chef Chris Fisher. And after two weeks of dating, the two married in a, in a gorgeous and very intimate tropical ceremony this past February. Guests include the comedian, the hunks, close friends and family members, and also Jennifer Lawrence. Schumer and Fisher did not announce the engagement when it happened, but after news of the nuptial broke, the star shared a series of photos of their big day on Instagram, simply writing, yup. Debbie Lovato is celebrating life with her hot new boyfriend after escaping death this July when she suffered from a horrific drug overdose. Now she attended rehab and made a vow to stay sober. The Tell Me You Love Me singer is moving on with Henry, another recovering addict. The handsome fashion designer has been spotted out on dates with Lovato several times this month, and while the two look happy as ever, it seems that the star's mother is not so supportive of their relationship. A source told Radar that Deanna Hart believes that the newly sober Levy is not a good influence for Lovato as he still lives a hard partying lifestyle, and that is the last thing that Demi needs. So those were some of the best hookups for 2018. Now the breakups. Some of the biggest celebrity breakups for 2018 might have been a year of, again, surprise engagement, but it was also a year where breakups blindsided fans. Uh, This year was a bad one for Hollywood power couples like Jennifer Aniston and Justin Theroux, Channing Tatum and uh, Jenna Dewan, and Ruby Rose and Jess Argigliasso. They all parted ways this year. Um, 
let's take a look at the good, the bad, and the very ugly A-listing splits that happened this year. Again, Jennifer Aniston and Justin Theroux, in February of last year, they announced they were separating after just two years of marriage. In a statement, Aniston Theroux said the decision was part was mutual and lovingly made at the end of the, uh, the other last year. Uh, since splitting from Aniston, Theroux has been linked to a number of women, including Maniac co-star Emma Stone and artist Petra Collins, and more recently, black Klansman actor Laura Harrier. Uh, in November, Aniston told Us Weekly that she needed a lot of therapy following her split from the role, and she was making sure to take care of herself. Also, the biggest split of the year, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson, uh, their relationship, relationship seemed to come out of nowhere when the couple was getting engaged in June, just weeks after they started dating. And the two seemed madly in love with when the even when Ariana she even dedicated a song on her latest album to the comedian, but Grande and Davidson called it quits in October, just a month after the singer's ex-rapper, her ex-boyfriend Mac Miller, died of a suspected overdose. And since then, the couple split had continued to make headlines with Grande releasing breakup songs like the one I played, that was uh, number three on my list as the top. Uh, music singles of 2018 Thank You Next last month And Davidson slamming her fans For attacking him online And earlier this month Davidson appeared to accuse Grande Of making light of mental health issues When she blasted Kanye West For attacking Drake on Twitter Okay Now um, Grande uh, Then there were some issues with Davidson After he hey, Put out a very disturbing tweet about uh, quoting not wanting to be on this earth anymore, and then he deleted from it. No, it wasn't on Twitter. It was on his Instagram account, and it prompted police to be, do a welfare check on the comedian, and they even went down there to SNL to check on him. And that's when Ariana rushed to his side saying that she was sorry for her joke and tweeting that she was not going anywhere if you need anyone or anything. But at the time, uh, she had did she. The rumor has it that she did come down to SNL, and she called him, a tweeter, left a message saying, "Hey, I'm downstairs." But he told uh, the staff that he didn't want to see Ariana. He said, "I'm not going to go down to see her. I don't want to see her." So, very shocking. Uh, another shocking uh, split: uh, Ben Affleck and Lindsay Shookus. Uh, after he split with wife Jennifer Gardner in 2015, Affleck had found love again with Saturday Night Live producer Lindsay Shookus in 2017, but the couple relationship came to a abrupt end in August this year with people reporting Shookus had broke up with Affleck because his struggle with addiction was spiraling out of control. And Affleck didn't say he he didn't stay single for long. Um, he ended up dating Playboy model Shauna Sexton for two months. The pair split after Affleck completed rehab for alcohol addiction following a report intervention from his ex-wife, Gardner. And Cardi B and Offset, they were hip-hop power couple for a hot minute. While rapper Cardi B and Offset welcomed their baby girl, 
Culture in July this year, their picture-perfect romance was short-lived. And earlier this month, Cardi B took to Instagram to announce their split in a now-deleted video. And while she said that the two grew out of love, leaked text between Offset and rapper Summer Bunny suffered, uh, surfaced online and appeared to show Offset trying to cheat on a then-pregnant Cardi. And since the split, Cardi had been thriving, fiercely rapping about her divorce and nabbing a whole bunch of Grammy nominations. Meanwhile, Offset had made a desperate bid to get Cardi back, storming the stage during her performance at the Rolling—I'm sorry—at the Rolling Loud Festival with a sign made out of roses that read "Take Me Back, Cardi." And uh, what this broke my heart. Out of everybody, out of all the couples that broke up. In this past year This one took me for a loop And I'm talking about actor, dancer Shannon Tatum and Jenna Dewan uh, After nine years of their marriage We expected them to stay united forever Sadly, they proved us all wrong The dancing duo took to Instagram in April To announce their separation in a joint statement it read, absolutely nothing has changed about how much we love one another, but love is a beautiful venture that has taken us on different paths for now. It is safe to say we'd never be able to watch Step Up the same way ever again. And g Easy and Hosley, uh, this one was messy. They may have turnout looks on many red carpets, as they may have wanted the biggest song of the year, but sadly these two couldn't manage to stay together. The two breakout stars of 2018 had such a rocky relationship, reportedly breaking up and getting back together multiple times in a year, but it looks as if the split is for good and the pair now unfollow each other on social media. Uh, Chris Evans and Jenny Slate, they had an on-again, off-again relationship since first meeting each other while filming 2017's Gifted. They broke things off for good less than a year after, but Slate gushed about the Captain American actor Golden Color Heart in an interview with Vulture, citing that Evans' fame as a likely factor in their split. Um, so that was another big breakup. Lena Dunham and her a man Jack Adamanov they broke up too. Uh, you know the, she uh, wrote about it seeking solitude near the end of their six year relationship and how their obsessive connection had turned to blind devotion. And following the breakup, Adamanov was rumored to have been seeing singer Lord, which both of them have since denied. And of course, we know about Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. Um, you know, it just ended in March, just a few months after Bieber confirmed his engagement to uh, his model girlfriend, now wife, Haley. Uh, it just it was so sudden. I mean, and then when she, uh, her, you know, she suffered from lupus, she was having some complications. Her lupus had uh, flared up, and that landed her into the hospital. And guess who wanted to be by her side? Mr. Justin Bieber, but uh, Selena mother stepped in on that, and and he even uh, asked her, asked Selena's mother, can he see her? So, and uh, uh, Liam Payne and Cheryl Cole, you know, former One Direction crooner, Liam Payne and singer Cheryl Cole, they have a son, and you know, his, their son is named Bear. 
don't know why would they name their child that, but they announced their split in July. And Cole, who was actually a judge on The X Factor when Payne auditioned in 2008, they rebuked rumors that Payne had cheated on her during their relationship. And, of course, Cassie, Ventura, and Sean Diddy Combs, they went public with their relationship in 2012 the first time. And after the couple broke up several times, the two officially split this year, though they were seen reunited after the death of model and actress Kim Porter, the model of, the mother of three of uh, P. Diddy's children. And this was also a breaker also. Robert De Niro and his wife, Grace Hightower, they were t- they've been together for 20-plus years. And they confirmed in November this past year that they were splitting. They filed for divorce. And uh, they previously had filed for divorce in 1999, but they kept renewing their vows. And in, uh, even in 2004, he first met Hightower when she was working as a hostess at Mr. Chow's in London. Wow, sad, 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 sad. And Aquaman actress Amber, Amber Heard, she confirmed the end of her year-long relationship with Tesla CEO Elon Musk on Instagram in August. Yeah, they broke up. So those were the breakups of uh, 2018. Yep. Uh, I know that uh, we are going into overtime, and I just wanted to uh, let people know, if you're just tuning in or you still want to know more about the show, make sure you follow us on uh, Facebook, Go to facebook.com slash deathentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at deathentertainment1. Make sure you can listen to the archives. Go back and listen to the show in its entirety right here on BTR. And you can also listen to the show on iTunes. We're on iTunes as well. And uh, my final single for best music in 2018 has to do with the explosion of Latin pop. That's right. We saw a bunch of Latin artists dominating the music charts this year. And, you know, mainstream America, for some reason, has always been infatuated with Latin music. And the globalization of reggaeton and bachata had brought these sounds closer to the charge in organic new ways. And it's no coincidence that one of the year's biggest hits was built around a 1967 sample from Pete Rodriguez's Bogolo anthem, I Like It Like That. Cardi B brash rapping It's Delightful, but the contribution of Puerto Rican rapper Bad Bunny and Colombian singer J Balvin adds witty rhymes with nods to Salsa Queen's Celia Cruz and former Fania All-Star Bassett's Bobby Valentin. So without further ado, this is my number one top single for 2018. This is uh, Miss Cardi B featuring Bad Bunny and J Balvin and I Like It. I 
Alex Sutton, Alex Shining, Alex Million Dollar Deals, where's my pen? I'm fine, I like those Balenciagas, the ones that look like socks. I like going to the Tula, I put rocks all in my watch. I like sexes from my exes when they want a second chance. I like moving, wrong, I do what they say I can. They call me party, party, thank you, body, spicy mommy, hot tamale, hot up.
That was I Like It by Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin. My number one favorite top 2018 music single of the year. Well, I'm glad you guys joined me. Uh, as usual, it was fun. This has been, I always enjoy this part of the show and my annual show of the year's end best in entertainment news from movies, TV, music. Join me next time when we do it all over again. And um, unfortunately, we went into overtime, but don't fret. If you wasn't able to hear the rest of the show, make sure you're listening to the archives right here on Blog Talk Radio. Make sure you listen to the show on iTunes. And also, if you follow us on uh, Twitter and on Facebook, you'll uh, also see uh, there will also be a post of the show on there as well. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Happy New Year. Make this one of your best years yet, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.